Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, mate. Well, speaking of deer and headlights, well, there was a couple running around at Eden Park. And what jump, jumpers last night, and Daniel McCarty was calling that game for SCNZ. New Zealand, the football ferns getting up over Norway. What a moment, Daniel. Come on, give it to us. How was that, mate? I've seen the energy coming through the socials, and you did a stellar job alongside Lily. So, uh, well done, mate. How good? Morning, fellas. The Holy Trinity. What, um, great to be along with you. Um, <laughs> what a night. What a night. Uh, what a morning. Uh, incredible. Uh, Adelie, I, I, I'm dumbfounded. Um, where on earth did that come from? Um, I, 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 New Zealand had beaten Norway in the past, so it was in the category mm. of, Daniel, don't say it's unbelievable, uh, because New Zealand mm, mm, mm. have done this in the past, but I'm sorry, the way they have played over the last nine games, our expectations were at an all-time low this is Norway are perennial contenders. They've made the knockout stages of seven of the last eight World Cups. They've been to every single World Cup. They won the 95 World Cup, and I know they had a disappointing mm. European Championships last year, And but there's still so much quality. They've got a Ballon d'Or winner in Hegerberg, who had a best as one of the very <laughs> best. They've got players you know, playing for Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Manchester United, Chelsea. Um, It was not supposed to be a fair fight. It wasn't just a fair fight. The underdog was the better fighter over the full 12 rounds. Uh, This is no smash and grab job, guys. This is no let's defend deep and hopefully burgle something on the the counter-attack or set piece. I thought New Zealand were their equal. Uh, Malia Steinmetz, the best midfielder on Mm. the park alongside Rhea Percival, I thought they were brilliant. Um, You know... So a woman, one through 11, um, it's as good as you could have imagined. And, and what a night, what an occasion. And how about, how are our fans feeling, fellas? <laughs> Nine added minutes, it was, you know, it was... I know! Where did Where'd that come that? from? <laughs> Where'd they find those nine? Come on! Oh, brilliant. Well, the penalty lays on. Uh, they would have added a few minutes to that. The, you know, the keeper... Oh, three. With him and not... Yeah, the keeper with a maniacal smile and laugh, you know, getting off the line oh. and being told to get back on the line, adding to the drama, and then person hit the crossbar. I'm sorry, if you were there, you were at the, the largest ever crowd for a football game in New Zealand. That's a fact. That's incredible. Mm. And then you've just seen, you know, one of the best performances by um, a New Zealand side at a World Cup. I'm, I'm sorry. It was just, just fantastic. I'm so proud of those, uh, those women who have done themselves so very, very proud, haven't they, fellas? 
Oh, so good to watch, mate. I was watching it in bed with my son, and he was asking me a ton of questions. I was like, shut up and just watch, son. I can't, I can't hear you. But, mate, like when, when we spoke about it the day before, we talked about the attacking potency from the, the Norwegians and what they were able to do. Defensively, Rebecca Stott and the crew put on an absolute clinic. So defensively, they just looked hungry, Daniel. They looked like they were just desperate to get every ball. When the ball went back, they turned around and they just put their heads down and sprinted. So the desperation was there. It was an awesome. You saw the emotion in Ali Riley in the final whistle and what it meant to her and the team. Yeah. It was so special to watch. Well, you saw Ali Riley in the tunnel, the beaming smile, like mm. a, a kid in Christmas, not someone who's playing what her... Is that if, um, you know, no one's played, um, you know, more games for New Zealand um, at, mm. at World Cups, isn't she? She's incredible, uh, I think it was. Uh, you have fifth World Cup, yeah. Sorry, fellas, I didn't get any sleep. I should have gone to CJ's house and got some of those sleeping pills. <laughs> 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 Don't do that. Don't bring up that. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, I've just been, um, you know, um, my heart's been pumping, my head's been spinning, and I don't want it to stop. Where were we? We're talking about the team. But you're so right, Izzy. I, I, I thought they um, it was very, very um, well done tactically by New Zealand, and a lot mm. of credit's got to go to the coach. Ayeke uh, Klimkovic's, yeah. um, you know, had some critics, but I think she got it spot on. The way they cut off things at the source, the way they um, sort of, asked Norway to, to play into that middle third and then traps everyone rushing in, mm. um, you know, putting pressure on the ball, turning over the ball, and to do it for 99-plus minutes. So I think, on average, um, they, they ran 10 Ks each. So 110 Ks <laughs> collectively they've run. So, and that you includes the goalkeeper. Uh, that includes the goalkeeper. And they were still running. And, and just look how frustrated Norway were throughout. They spent more time bitching to the referee in the opening 30 minutes because New Zealand were snapping at their heels. Um, they didn't like it. And at the end of it, it looked like Norway didn't like each other. There, there seemed to be uh, a lot of pointing, um, mm. you know, a lot of arguing. They looked a very unhappy side because they know they were second best against the team who at uh, World Cups had a collective record of played 15, won none, drawn three, lost 12. New Zealand had scored eight goals and conceded 34, and now New Zealand has just gone out and uh, beaten Norway and given them the most brilliant chance of progressing out of the group. I thought on Tuesday, fellas, we might be in a situation where New Zealand were on the precipice of being eliminated of the World Cup. It might be the first team out of the World Cup. We're now facing a scenario where New Zealand could be the first team to get through to the round of 16. And how, and, um, and and that, how good and is that? Incredible. And how good is that? Oh. Are we a little bit... I guess um, dismissive of the the fact of the the home ground advantage, Daniel. You know, like you've got the the packed out Eden Park. They go down to the cakes, and that's going to be packed out. What what do you think the girls are feeling at the moment on that on that next uh, for that next game? Because last night, if it's anything to go by that, I'm not writing them off. Well, I, I, if I was them, I'd be getting up this morning and checking the tape to actually see if it actually happened. Um, <laughs> there, there, was, there was there was there was there was real just. Dis- Real disbelief in Ali Riley's face after, you know, speaking, you know, to the world media. Uh, it was an amazing mm. shot where she's just standing in front of the stands. As in, Kim, you know this after a game to see your family and friends mm. must be amazing. And she's just staring into space, like, um, you know, completely lost almost. Uh, you know, it's one of those ones where you wave the hands in front of the eyes and actually wonder if anyone's home. And that, that, that shot's going to live with me long about the disbelief. But... 
you know what? They can't, they can't stay in that state. This tournament rolls on too quickly. Um, and now mm. the hunted, uh, sorry, the hunters are going to become the hunters, and New Zealand have never been in this position. Because do you know what the, mm. that result did last night? It has just dragged a whole people onto the bandwagon. That is increased expectation. And and, and expectations are dangerous things, fellas. Look at Australia. Mm. I think they they got a little bit of stage fight last night against Ireland. They got the job done, credit to them. Um, But, you know, Australia are so high on the Matildas. And they had Sam Kerr go down with injury prior to the game. And and I thought they were very lucky to escape with a 1-0 win last night. I thought Ireland were all over them in that last half an hour. And I think that's due to expectation. Um, it's, it's a different world, and let's hopefully uh, let's hope that that our players can deal with it because it would just be fantastic to see us progress to the knockout stage. You know, no host nation has ever um, uh, failed to advance past the group stage of the FIFA Women's World Cup, and uh, it, it looks like for all money that's going to continue because you would expect New Zealand at the very least to get a point, if not a win, against the Philippines before they take on Switzerland in a final group game. Daniel. Yitka uh, Klimkova, when she took over, I mentioned this to the boys. She had she changed the way that the New Zealand team played. They had they they passed forward. They were on the front foot. They were yep. attacking. And when she first took over, you know the difference between her team and Tom Samani's team was was quite marked. And I was excited. The last eighteen months, they've been absolutely awful. Couldn't buy a goal. Couldn't yep. buy a win. Have they just been foxing for eighteen months? Was this the plan all along? <laughs> You don't plan for that, Rick Dog. Uh, you, you're so right, though. Um, well, over no, the last nine games, it's really been insipid at times, and you know it's been hard not to get down on them. Uh, this, this is a coach who's come with a pretty big rep. I don't think I've ever seen a New Zealand uh, sporting coach get a six-year deal because she signed through to the next World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. So there was mass, mm-hmm. massive faith from New Zealand football put in her, and probably um, they were thinking how. You know, are we going to have to get out of this deal at some stage? Because results had not tracked forward. You're so right, uh, Rick Dodd. Everything worked last night. They were far more assertive. Look at the goal, fellas. I'm sorry, but... It was great. How good is that? How good is that? A 30... Planned uh, play? To... Just watching it, it now, Dan. It's just a... watching it going in. Yes, there it is again. <laughs> it's, it's a training ground move. Uh, mm. Beautiful pass from Hassett, 30 metres to Boss, who takes a wonderful touch into India Page Riley. Who, what an incisive forward pass, Rick Doggins. And that's what you're talking about, those type of passes into to a flying Jackie Hand down the right-hand side, and she delivered it on a plate to, to Hannah Wilkinson, who was a woman-possessed, I thought, last night. I thought um, Hannah Wilkinson's athleticism, her size, her power of pace, she was, uh, she was just too big and too strong for a fairly cumbersome uh, uh, Norwegian defence. So um, if they can play football like that, they're going to drag a lot of fans around uh, around with them, not just from New Zealand, but from around the globe, because uh, they'll appreciate the type of football they can um, and have played. It's that headband. It's that headband, uh, Daniel. It's that headband that Hannah Wilkinson wears. I think it's scary. She looks like a ninja turtle that's she was ang- possessed. And she was angry. Cannot- she was angry. With- yeah. I love that when she scored that goal. I was like, are you mm. pure, is that pure relation or pure anger? It's probably a perfect combination <laughs> of the both. Oh, so good. Hey, uh, we had a message come through. Hey, lads, we could go we could go unbeaten in pool play now. Switzerland are ranked 20th, so we should be a good chance against them too. That's from Chase. Look, the biggest thing, and you touched on it earlier, is there have been so much emotions. You know, they, I don't know if they would have got sleep last night after this 
amazing occasion. You know, they never expected it, but they, they played for it. You can see the um, dedication they had for this big day in New Zealand history. Obviously, what went on earlier, they wanted to pay their respects and put on a performance yes. like that. Like, for us against the Philippines on Tuesday in Wellington, how do we follow that up, mate? What will be the plan for Klimkova to be able to get these ladies settled down and, and back on the journey that they're on? Because there was so much emotion last night. I was watching them. They were crying. There was tears. And understandable. But they've got to go get yeah. it again. Well, if, if they'd parked the bus, scored from a, you know, a dodgy corner last night, I, I would have thought it would have mm. been difficult to get up. But that, that, that was a front foot performance at times. And they've got to be on the front foot. They, they've got to think, you know, winning that game and uh, confirming their spot before the game. Take, take uh, the matter out of the hand of Switzerland. Try and get the job done. And mm. hey, you guys are the former the players. Getting up, well, when you, when you get up and you hear maybe the sold-out sign at, well, so I've got to call it Wellington Regional Stadium for the next few weeks, don't we? Uh, when you see the sold-out <laughs> signs at the, the spiritual home of New Zealand football, mm. 35,000 <laughs> rabid rabid drunk Wellingtonians behind you. That will, that will energise you and lift you, I'm sure. If you didn't get a ticket last night, uh, I, I'm, I'd be surprised you'd be able to find many this morning here in Wellington. What about the what about the other shots, Dan? You know, like there's a couple there. That I was texting the boys last night. I think our, our you know, keeper was beaten a couple of times from a, those Norway shots. Are thankfully, just drifted over the bar. But the penalty and then that Norway one that hit the bar, they like they... They were like highlight reel type shots, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lovely shot, I think, by Horva, the uh, Norwegian substitute. That the the Roma player came mm. on and made a real impact on that left hand side. Um, you know, sort of tried to slap her teammates across the face almost with it. You know, taking a game and into the, the scruff of her neck, and that was a, a great little save um, by Essen. I think she just got a, a fingertip to it. Well, Lily. Uh, Alfell told me in commentary she did, uh, and she is a card-carrying member of the uh, the uh, goalkeeping fraternity. Is Lily? So you've got to believe uh, Lily, <laughs> who did a brilliant job in her first ever commentary. Uh, well done, Lily. Hopefully you got some sleep last night. Uh, but but you're right. India Page Riley nearly scored an absolute world-class goal, wasn't it? Uh, in that second half, cutting off on the right-hand side, slapping it with the left foot, and it's a really good save by Mickelson, high to a right to keep it out. The game really should have been put to bed by Rhea Percival. I, I think we can forgive her, but um, mm. Rhea, please hit the nets next time. I, I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think my heart I don't think my can heart can uh, do with the ten minutes that followed. So, you know, I, I'll repeat: it was not a smash and grab job by New Zealand. They were well worth their win, and uh, hopefully, there's more to come as far as you know goal scoring action. Yeah, Daniel, I mean, that was the only negative, wasn't it, last night, was that, that we didn't uh, put the icing on the cake and, and score the penalty. Yeah. And the penalty came just after Hannah Wilkinson had been subbed off. Who's on pens? If Hannah's on, does she take it, or is Rhea the, the, the penalty taker? Well, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if Rhea will want to step up after that. Well, may, maybe mm. five-time, she's a been to five World Cups now. How, how amazing is that? Rhea Percival now has played at five World Cups. She's probably, um, you know, self-assured enough to go, I'll take the ball again. But um, Hannah Wilkinson, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, looked like she was in a different sphere last night. So they, they might have to consider something of the sort. I think Australia last night, the, the regular penalty taker handed it over to Catley, which was quite weird, I thought. And then Catley buried at top left-hand corner. 
you know, footballers and penalties. Rick Dog, you know this mm. well. It's, a, it, it's an odd combination. So let's uh, let's hope we're uh, not in a situation. Where I thought you. I actually thought she hit that one really well, Daniel. Like you know, just it hit the bar, but man, she hit it well. Oh, it, 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 she did hit it well. She's looking top bins, and she's three inches away from scoring the best penalty of the year. Uh, <laughs> but then it's thundered <laughs> into the crossbar, and we're all thinking, "You are having a laugh." Uh, <laughs> you know. She, Tighten the seat belt even a little bit uh, tighter, uh, and this is going to be a wild ride home. Beautiful, Daniel. We appreciate you joining us, mate, talking us through that uh, amazing occasion at Eden Park, which has become a bit of a fortress for New Zealand sport. So keep up the good work with Lily, and hopefully we can get you back to some sleep, mate. You've done a stellar job. You do everything. What can't you do, Daniel? Sleep. Um <coughs> <laughs> I got Spain Costa Rica later tonight. How good's that going to be? Costa Rica, um, you would think, would get walloped against Spain. Spain is one of the more fascinating teams in this competition, fellas. Incredibly talented. Um, uh, a number of months ago, 15 players wrote a letter to the FA saying, We don't like the coach. He's a bit of a dick. Um, <laughs> our mental well being is not well looked after. Can you get rid of him? The FA went, No. Uh, we're sticking with him. And then three players, only three of the 15 have been welcomed back. So you'd think the struggle, not the case. Spain have the talent to get to the semi-final, so enjoy them tonight. I can't wait to see them in person. All right, Daniel. Appreciate your time this morning. Go back to sleep, and we'll stay tuned for later on tonight. Costa Rica taking on Spain, mate. Enjoy the call, and thank you very much. Oh, my, my pleasure, fellas. And in, in the words of a great Norwegian football commentator many years ago, Norway, you've taken a hell of a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Daniel. All right, lads, we better shoot off and we'll come back and rip into the rest of the show. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.